what's going on, guys? <laughs> hey, you was, guys. Oh, my gosh. I almost, like, was going to start this episode off with My Neck, My Back by Kaya, but I felt like... Oh, my gosh. That is my song, bro. I really? actually That's the first note I have here. I'm that hoe in the place that sings the words and gets, like, really hyped when it comes on. Because when I was at a Wild and Out show, they played this song before the show started. And all the bitches were like, oh, my gosh, this is my song. And I was one of the bitches. Oh, dang. That's, that's my song. That's, that's thuggish. Um, I didn't know <laughs> my sister was that thuggish. I think she was, like, five when that song came out. So it's such a weird to know. Wow. It's weird to know that. I don't know how old she was. She was mad young. Let me just say that. I wasn't singing it at five, though. I just started singing it in my grown years. Right. It is kind of weird to have my sister just be totally about that song, considering the, the language. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, lots of kids play it. I hear it a lot. It's a popular song. Well, it's, I guess you've grown. You know, you got a birthday <laughs> coming up. Oh, by the way, my name is Nettie. I'm Nisi, in case you guys didn't know. Yeah, if you guys forgot or whatever. And the reason we're talking about Kaya, My Neck, My Back, is because we're talking <laughs> about Pariah, 2011 yeah. film that features SON alumni Asha Davis. Woo! Um, yeah, we're, we're making it through this uh, QT. Um, I'm taking it day by day. That's all I can do. Take some breaths, take it day by day. Um, as I was saying, Nisi has a birthday coming up, but I think by the time this airs, it would have already happened. Yes, so, you guys are um, in the past, and you guys we're, are recording in the past. In the, we're recording in the future. Yes, we're recording in the future. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. it's like Inception. <laughs> so we're going to talk about her birthday as if it hasn't happened. So, Nisi, what would you like to do for your birthday? Uh, well, my family's having a party for me with some families and friends and a teenager because her birthday was two days ago. Um, and we're just going to eat, drink, listen to music, talk, stay the night. Social distance, um, of course, all that. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. We're being safe and responsible out there always, yeah. Um, yeah, and just, that's it. Real talk, man. Real <laughs> talk. Make it happen. Don't let the Rona ruin your time, you know what I mean? Right? Do you. Rona can't stop everything. They already took everything else. Yeah, you can't stop birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> you don't take everything else. All right, so just to let you guys know, uh, I, we do plan on having another episode after this uh, related to South of Nowhere, fingers crossed. So anyone that talked to me about Mailbag or sent us a message about the show and how much they love it and how much they love South of Nowhere, I will be reading that on our next South of Nowhere-driven podcast episode because it is right on uh, topic for South of Nowhere, but today we'll be talking about Pariah. Yeah! And uh, let me give you the stats of the film for Pariah, budget- $500,000. Very small. Very small. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like when you're a kid and you get a $5 allowance a week. Stop Maybe not it. even five. <laughs> what Stop. are you going to do with <laughs> <laughs> And then IMDb rates it a 7.2 out of 10, which equals a great movie for me because... I was listening to a podcast today and they said a 7 is really good on IMDb. So good for Pariah. You know what else got a 7.2, Nisi? What? Meet Joe Black. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, I know that I just said seven is really good, but Micho Black deserves a ten. Or at least at least an eight. Not a I seven. I think it though. does too, but it's still seven is still good considering yeah. um in in your know, IMDB world, it's still really good. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, it has it ninety five percent fresh. For Whew. Pariah or For Pariah. Oh yeah, wow. let me go back to Pariah, yeah. So this movie's <laughs> been out, it came out in twenty eleven. It is now twenty twenty and it is still ninety five percent fresh. Wow. For real. That's cray-cray. Wow. 86 minute runtime. Uh, written and directed by D. Reese. Starring Adapero Odier, Pernell Walker, Asha Davis. Woo! 
Kim Wayans. <laughs> um, and costuming by Eniola Dawudu. Wow. Cool. And it was shot, it was filmed in Brooklyn in 19 days, according what? to what I've researched. Where Brooklyn at? Man, where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? <laughs> Dude, that was before I moved here, though. I could have, I, I would have been chasing these people down if I lived in New York at that time. I would have been on set. On like, where site. At? I'd be like, yo, yo, where I at? Yo, straight up, shut up. Right? <laughs> so when I first heard about this movie, my interest in it was Asha. <laughs> I thought she was like the one-off sister or like somebody you see once in a flash. But yeah, she plays she's like pretty- in... She's in, like, four scenes. Yeah, and they're big <laughs> scenes. Like, it's not like she's just saying, hey, and then she leaves. No, these are pivotal scenes. Yeah. So, but it's an overarching term, pariah. The definition of pariah is a person who is not acceptable to society and is avoided by everyone. Jeez. Sounds legit, yeah. Wow. That sounds on par with this movie. Yeah. Uh, so you can... I, I, I would say the society that we're talking about in this movie is the black community because... Oh my they gosh! They are mad harsh to this girl and and every other I, girl. Listen, this the scenes about the black man at the store and him talking oh to her. God. I was like, this is not how black is. This how black? This is not how black. Yes, black. yes. We're gonna get into that because I got some personal stories. Once we get done with this, I got some <laughs> stories. And just let me know. I'm just gonna let you know. We are gonna bring up boozy badass. We are gonna bring him up. <laughs> Stop. Got to. Why it's are we no. Up it's timely. It's timely because we need to. Okay. <laughs> Oh. Fight me, fight me. Uh, All right, let's. So let's this, do this movie is a character study movie um, about Alike. Well, she is comfortable with her identity, but she's not comfortable showing that side to her family because her family appears to not accept it, especially her trifling behind mother. Oh my gosh, the mom is the. Listen, she is the worst, man. She's so she's bad. bad. If we listen, you guys, Southern, they were fans. We thought Paula was bad, but this yeah. woman, she, I think she takes the cake. She makes yeah, Paula like, look like an angel, okay? I'd rather live with Paula. <laughs> she makes Paula look like an angel, bro. <laughs> I sadly would rather live with Paula. Dang. Yeah. At least Paula lets her stay there. She doesn't even seem that harsh now. Like, Yeah. Oh, God. Um, but we were going to talk about some parallels with South of Nowhere that this movie has. There's a yeah. few things where I'm like, huh, that happened in South. Or is this yeah. a nod to South? So <laughs> we're going to bring that up as it comes up. But her mom is mostly in the movie to try to get her to conform to what she thinks a girl, a teenage girl should be. It's so and that sad. doesn't fall in line with what Alike wants. Alike's yeah. best friend is Laura, played by Pernell Walker. And Laura is kind of like Alike's lesbian fairy godmother. <laughs> she guides her through on how to be comfortable in her shoes, um, gives her confidence whenever she needs it. But Laura's very comfortable in her skin. She's out. She's proud. She gets tons of bitches. And <laughs> she, she gets sure, bitches. <laughs> she gets bitches. She got numbers. And uh, she's very sure of herself, even though she has some of her own struggles at heart. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. And Alike meets a friend through her mom. Her mom tries to introduce her to uh, a friend from church named Bina to try to get her out of hanging out with Laura, who's gay. She doesn't want her daughter hanging out with any gay girls, especially a girl named Laura, who's gay. <laughs> so she's like, let's introduce her to some church church folk. And it is Bina, played by Asha Davis. And Woo! Woo! Yes! <laughs> uh, the friendship takes on a whole new meaning as it grows, and Alike finds out more about herself than she thought she would going into it. It is so sad, y'all. Like, one of the first notes I have is uh, when she's on the bus and she's changing into her going home clothes. And I'm like, 
she has to transform into a whole other person just to go home. Yeah. Like, and she's that's terrible. Yeah, she doesn't, that's not who she is. Like, she's mm-hmm. not being herself. And that's sad. I feel so bad. Like, when, so we're going to get into that, but her dad is around. Her dad lives with her. He's mostly working, but he seems kind of like neutral about the whole situation. I didn't think he was super, not, super not cool supportive. like Arthur, but I thought that he was kind of cool. Right, right. He was more even keeled. Yeah. But yeah, this movie has a tons of oh my god moments, has tons of like gut punch moments. There are some funny moments too. We'll get into that. <laughs> so if you guys want to watch it, if you haven't, and come on back to us, you can do that because we're about to spoil the shit. Or <laughs> you can just listen to us talk about it if you just, you know, trust us enough. Yeah, it's, it's y'all's life. So uh, I think we should get on in. Yeah. We start off at a strip club. It's, it's a night out. And we hear Nisi's favorite song. song. Yes, <laughs> please put a little excerpt in the. I don't know. Podcast. It's kind of. It's kind of. That song is very dirty. <laughs> I don't know if I want that for our podcast. I mean, we do talk dirty and we do say curse words. Uh, I know, we do but not say like that. <laughs> curse words, but I don't know. I'll think about it. Well, y'all know what the song sounds it like. It starts with "All you ladies pop your <laughs> like this." Okay, if you don't know it, go look it up on Apple Music or something. If you really want to hear it. <laughs> So Alike and her friend Laura are there. Lee seems interested in the, the women going up and down the pole, but she seems kind of nervous and apprehensive. Laura's dancing with a chick. You can tell right off the back she gets hoes. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, we see the obligatory scene with the lady up and down the pole. They're throwing $1 bills at her and everything. That's when Alike appears to get a text from her mom that she has to go home because it's late. Mm-hmm. And they head out unwillingly for, uh, for Laura. And they wait for the bus. And while they wait, they compare the numbers they got for the night. <laughs> and they're both dressed in what one would consider mid-2000s men's hip-hop attire. <laughs> Bandana, hat, oversized polo. It actually looks fly, to be honest. <laughs> I wouldn't wear it, but it looks fly to me. <laughs> they head home, and Lee takes off her hat. Now, she's on the bus. She makes Laura get out first, I guess, because she, she doesn't want her mom to see that she's hanging out with Laura. So once she gets off the bus, Lee sits on the bus. We're going to s- transfer between, like, Alike and Lee. But while Lee is on the bus, she takes off all of what she was wearing to the club and puts on, like, more feminine clothes because mm-hmm. she's about to go into her house. It was sad. Yeah, it's that sucks. And like, she was putting on earrings. She was taking her hair down. Like, mm-hmm. she was changing into another person. Exactly. Um, so she gets in, and we already know her mom will probably be wilding, and if she is, because um, she was supposed to come straight home after the movie. Quotes, movie. Mm-hmm. She's a bratty little sister, don't we all? Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> that sister... No, that sister was so rude. Her name's Sharonda. She did not have to um, expose her sister like that. Like, that, she's Yeah, there so was no rude. incentive for her to do any of that. I don't know where she was coming from in that situation. But um, her mom sees her, and we can already tell she's a Bia. Mm-hmm. And you can tell she's way too involved in her daughter's life. She yeah. tells Alike she looks cute in the girly shirt, which she switched she- to. She was overdoing it, too. Mom always also says she doesn't want her hanging out with Laura anymore. Mm-hmm. We know why. Yep. And um, she tells her to tie her hair up and wash her face. Um, <laughs> the, wash, the wash your face killed me, though. <laughs> wash your face. Have, I, have you ever been yelled at for not putting your hair up or washing your face? I don't think yelled at, but told to. And definitely not, like, yelled at to wash my face, but, like been told to put my hair up she's like well it's your face i'm like yeah it's been her face the whole time you've been yelling at her like (laughs) like duh we all know it's her face yeah so 
this is a good introduction to to her mom and her name is audrey so i might refer to her as audrey every now and then mm-hmm. so we get a scene at the at the table with the fam so we get to see the dad finally he works a lot and the dynamic between the parents is pretty weird like she's almost like a slave to her husband like <laughs> it's like and not in a way like she's cooking and cleaning like she's like responsible for his emotions and stuff like the girls are kind of cutting up at the table and she's like tells him to straighten up because it's your dad's n- only night off so straighten up mm. okay um fine they weren't <laughs> doing anything they weren't they were just talking like sisters talk so the younger daughter mentions that homecoming is moved forward in the school year so she can go to multiple homecomings with multiple dudes mm-hmm. ain't she just a pimp cess <laughs> pimp cess <laughs> what the younger sister is like more girly and likes dresses and makeup and all that stuff and hair and big hair which is the opposite of Alike. And her parents seem very pleased with her that she has so many options as far as the guys that she's going to homecoming with. That's so sad. <laughs> it's weird. And mom <laughs> asked Kalike, like, okay, so uh, who are you going with, Lee? And she's like, I'm not going. And her mom nearly falls out of her chair at the table. <laughs> I think it's like that meme of the lady on the floor, the black lady, and she's like falling off the couch. Do you know which one? I've probably seen it. I've seen so many memes in my life. I don't even remember. Well, well you know what I'm, I'm going to sure do. I've I'm just going to post it on the, the page. Keep a lookout yeah, for that. that. <laughs> save that. Favorite that. But the mom's like, yo, why are you, how you, you have to go to homecoming. How are you going to have any memories? Okay. <laughs> she can still have memories. Like, yeah. Take photos, do other stuff, have friends. Like, who said that memories are only exclusive to homecoming? I didn't go to homecoming until my senior year. And I have a lot of memories before that. I didn't even go to prom. I never went to prom. I I didn't go to any of that stuff except for a homecoming junior year. That was the only one I went to because I wasn't into that stuff either. Yeah, I don't care about getting dressed up and hanging out with people I see every day all week anyway. Like, come right, on. Right, I don't even like those people. <laughs> I don't like y'all. Like, who are we going to eat dress up with of school? Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm Gucci. <laughs> uh, but I still had photos from other years. I did sports and stuff. So yeah, true. I had cheerleading. I did all my stuff. So I don't need to go. I didn't need to go to homecoming for all that. But the reason that this mom is like all trying to be upset that she's not going is because she wants this girl to dress up in a nice dress and get her hair done, earrings, and go on a date so she can push her to be more feminine, which isn't something that Alike is interested in. Nope. Not at all. Um, because she's having suspicions about her daughter's sexuality and feels like homecoming may turn her back or something which mm. is not how homecoming works <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's what it's about i that think it's not like how homecoming works. i think it's like an alumni thing i don't i don't know anyway so the dad thinks the mom's overreacting he works so much he doesn't really care he's just trying to get something to eat he's just hanging <laughs> out um yeah so in this situation the mom is the crazy one just like paula you know not as crazy <laughs> as paula but you know and the dad's the more like ah, whatever i love my daughter and she does whatever she wants kind of thing so that's kind of kind of similar but this mom is like yeah. paula on on uppers or something this is just a whole <laughs> nother beast yeah she she's a lot yeah and so we see her at work and she has this bag with a dress in it and it's like under her feet when she's like eating and her coworker comes up and is like, oh, hi, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And you can tell she's a little uncomfortable with the interaction. Almost like she's not social at work. And the coworker's like, oh, what's, what's in the bag? And she's like, oh, oh, you want to see it? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So she pulls it out and it's this nice, big, beautiful pink dress. 
And the coworker is like, my God, it's so nice. And Audrey says, yes, it's for my daughter, Alike. And the lady's like, oh, oh, the younger one. And she's like, uh, no, the oldest one. And she's like, oh, yes, the other one. She says that, the other one. So Audrey looks kind of offended that she would think that it's not for Alike. Okay, so Audrey, your coworker <laughs> knows that Alike don't wear the shit. That's what it sh- she, shows yeah, me. She knows what your daughter wears. Even this lady who don't live with your daughter knows that your daughter ain't into this shit. Mm-hmm, think about that, Audrey. Mm-hmm. Read that twice. <laughs> <laughs> but Audrey's in denial. And uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. So this actually reminds me of uh, Paula Carlin. She did something similar, right? Oh, yeah, with the favorite jeans. Yes, yes. <laughs> with, and she was hanging out with uh, Patrick. She's like, I washed your favorite jeans. And she's like, oh, hell no, nah, it's just Patrick. <laughs> I don't even know favorite jeans. I don't got. I'm just wearing like some sweatpants. I'm, I'm just going to movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and also, when Ashley was gonna stay the night at Spencer's, and Christine packed Ashley an overnight bag, and put oh, that yeah. dress that made her look more feminine. Feminine. Ugh. <laughs> yes. So yeah, does <laughs> remind me of South of Nowhere when Christine did that. I'd rather live with Christine than Audrey either. I mean, as well. Yeah. Same. Like, Because Christine scary. didn't even, like, bash Ashley like that. She just left her alone all the time. Yeah, she was just never around, which is fine. I'd rather yeah. you not be around than to be around in my ear talking Dead about ass. how I ain't worth a damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're, we're at the, uh, the strap-on scene here. Um, oh, gosh. Right before the scene, we hear... We're at oh, my school. gosh. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. At the dinner scene, um, they're talking about what age they they should be having sex. And the dad was like, oh, you shouldn't be having sex for 10 more years. And the youngest daughter was like, what? That's like 25. And I'm, I'm about to turn 25. So I'm like, yeah, that's a good age for kids. I mean, that sounds normal to me. I don't know why, why the daughter was tripping. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good age to <laughs> start having sex for kids. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, we're at school. And one of the girls is overheard talking about Alike and how she kind of cute or whatever. <laughs> cute or whatever. And Alike hears this and she's like, oh, word. Oh, word. So then I guess she's at work with Laura and she asks Laura to go get her a strap. She's oh like, you know, because this girl, she really likes me. She's like, how you know? Like, just trust me. She likes me. She's like, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll, after clowning her for a bit, she's like, all right, I'll get you one. So um, we get to the scene and we see it. We see the strap and it's um, it's Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's Caucasian. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. It doesn't it doesn't match her body, her skin. It does not match. Yeah. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so we we start there at the scene and Laura's just key keying because it looks so weird. Oh yeah, on she's. Her roasting her and lee is just like stop like i why stop i won't take it back i don't want this <laughs> and yeah uh, that's when uh they're arguing about it and the younger sister runs in the room and sees it and she's like oh i'm gonna tell mama like, you know <laughs> right? this lady is gonna here. murder me how awkward to walk in on your sister and she has a penis scrapped on her <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> And she's like, I'm going to tell. No, you're not. Because you know that good and well, I'm going to get murdered if you tell. And yeah, you would hate to be responsible for the loss of my life. 
Yeah, she wants to get murdered. Want her to get murdered. She comes in there to get her makeup, but she she's wilding. So it's a big commotion. Pretends to put the the strap on her makeup, and that forces her to be like, "Okay, I won't. <laughs> I won't tell. Okay, I won't." Yeah, that's and funny. Audrey hears the commotion. She comes upstairs and she's like, "What's going on?" She sees Laura. She's like, "Oh, Ugh. Laura, I did, I did not know you were here, Laura." Great, Audrey, mind your own business. Glory. Um, <laughs> I'm so, surprised she didn't say, "Oh, it's getting crowded in here. Like, uh, so many people no, in this room." No, no, no. That's the parallel. <laughs> that's what happens. So we're gonna get there. So. They're talking whatever. They little they do little niceties, little casual talk like how you been, how your mom's is and whatnot. And then right when Audrey's about to leave, Laura tries to close the door because you know they they need privacy because they're talking about what they're talking about. Oh yeah. And Audrey's like, Oh no, no, no. Uh let's let's leave this door open a little bit. Um let some air circulate. Yeah, Paula did that too. Paula did that. She did she that. She did. Mm-hmm. Put out her get out. She did that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then there's another time, and then this scene, when Audrey does that, Laura's like, oh, I, okay, I'm just going to go. And then, oh. remember that other scene, whatever, where you were talking about, where Paula's like, oh, it's getting kind of crowded in here. That is oh, so yeah, not when Debolicious was there. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Ashley's like, well, you know what, I'm just going to go. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. Just, I'm going to just head out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the S-O-N parallel there. But yeah, Lee wants her money back, and Laura's just like, I'm not going back there. It was already embarrassing enough to buy it. So you're just going to have to rock with the Caucasian strap. You're just going to have to work. You just got to rock with, with it. You got to work it. It's all about how you use it. It don't even matter if it's Caucasian. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you got you to know how to work it. I don't know. Um, so we get, um, after a few scenes, we get the introduction scene between Bina and Alike through Audrey at church. Yeah. She is the daughter of her mama's co-worker. They are also in the same class, but this is the first time they're meeting, coming back from church. And Asha Davis is so pretty, duh. Asha Davis is just, girl, listen, (laughs) Asha, I'm about to ask you one day, but you need to just drop the skincare routine because we all want to know. I mean, I feel like she was born that way. Like, honestly. (laughs) You don't think she uses anything on her face? I mean, she probably puts, like, face wash, but I'm pretty sure, like, She's 90% like, of it was born that way. What if I'm like, yo, what's what's the skincare routine? Girl, I just put water on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just drink water. <laughs> I just I, I drink water and I put water on it. That's it. Yeah, That's just all. water. <laughs> but, yeah, Lee's mom introduces her to uh, Bina, who's one of the mom's daughters. And Audrey is, like, forcefully making Lee talk like she's 12. Like, <laughs> you don't force friendships. It's... Especially when you're that old. Like, I can understand if you guys are five. <laughs> Bina and Lee had playdates. It seemed like they had playdates. Oh, their mom set them and up sleepovers and stuff. Yeah. yeah like, that's kind of, um, we're grown yeah, almost. Yeah, that is doing a lot. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm almost a grown adult. I shouldn't be going through this. Right. Uh, Bina's already seen Lee at school. Um, they take a similar route. And Audrey recommends that they go to school together. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the part when they get back in the car and Lee looks at her mom and goes, uh, you, you, you funny. I don't know where you think this is going to change. I know God doesn't make mistakes. I know that. Now, you may not like Bina, but you're going to be spending a whole lot less time with that Laura person. Ma, can you just I can put guarantee this in? you that. Can no, you... she be quiet. I'm not putting anything in. I'm going to listen to what I want to listen to for a change. Wow. She's doing this friendship thing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Like, it's going to solve all the world's problems <laughs> by pairing her up with Bina. Right? Didn't something similar happen in South of Nowhere? I was just thinking, did she, did Paula pair that girl up with, no, with that guy, Patrick? Patrick. 
Yes, yes. Yeah, she figured that if she hooked Spencer up with a church-going lad... Oh, yeah, that, he was from church, too. Mm-hmm, <gasps> that wow. um, that would get her away from Ashley's behind. Yep, yep, yep. This is literally south of nowhere just with black people. It's the black south of nowhere. <laughs> so, yeah, this is what she's trying to do to get her away from Laura. And, you know, we'll see if that works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we see in the very next scene, they're already walking to school. Home from school. They're oh, to school. school. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. To school. to school. And... Lee is like, fuck this shit. I'm going my own route. And mm-hmm. Bina's like, yo, we got to walk together. Like, I'm telling, you know, I don't want to lie to my mom and say we didn't walk or whatever, you know? I don't like lying to my yeah. mom. And Bina, she was keeping it 100 because she was like, listen, I'm not really trying to hang with you either, but I'm not trying to take this L. So right. I'm not going to cover for to you get and trouble. get in trouble. Yeah. Like, she kept it honest. But mm-hmm. then uh, she was like, well, if I go home, I'm going to tell my mom and then my mom is going to tell your mom and then you're going to get busted. Mm-hmm. And then Lee was like, all right, stop playing, stop playing, stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> real talk, real talk. OK, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, um, they have a little bit of an argument. And, you know, it's really funny. This scene. Listen, Asha Davis is an amazing actress. And I appreciate the fact that she goes hard on every scene that she does. I've never yeah. seen this girl slack in any <laughs> role that I've seen her in. Never caught her slipping. But, Never catch her slipping, but it's she's arguing with Alike, and her voice is so cute. <laughs> I wouldn't even be scared of her. Look, Alike, or Lee, or whatever you want to be called, I'm really not trying to hang out with you either, okay? But I'm not about to take an L for it. So just stop dodging me. Let's just go to school together, and then, then it's over with. We don't have to hang out with each other after that. You know what? Whatever. She asked me again, I'm going to tell her, and then she's going to tell your mother, and then it's whatever for you. <laughs> you were too cute. I'm not even. I'm not even threatened by you, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, Lee ain't with it. She don't want to hang out. But when Bina threatens to tell her mom, she's like, okay. okay yeah, she's like, chill, okay, chill, chill, chill. Let's chill, do chill. this. Let's do this. Let's walk or whatever. <laughs> and Bina's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Let's just, like I said, let's walk. But I love what Asha's wearing in this in the scene. She's. You could see her at night. She's so bright. All the cl- colors she's wearing. Oh my gosh! Jesus. I think I put a note about her hair on one of them. I think I skipped it. Hold up. Oh, the hair is her hair was really too. nice in one of these scenes. Let me see if I can send you this she, via I my computer. She, at one point, she had it. I think in two buns. It was really nice. I think that's later though. Yes. But yeah, her she, her hair be looking a one. But I I just emailed you. Or excuse me, I just texted you a uh, picture of what she's wearing in the scene. Oh. It's like a yellow jacket. I didn't with get it. A yellow vest over it. Oh, oh it heard it. it. Did it. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. That, that scarf has a lot of colors. Dolphin colors. She got a pink headband. Hey. She got like green eyeshadow yeah. with pink lipstick. <laughs> I mean, every color is represented. You know, we, listen, we don't discriminate. All colors are represented, <laughs> whether it's a Caucasian strap or whatever. We're showing right? you guys that we're open to all people and Equality, all things and all y'all. colors. Equality. Remember that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so everyone looks looks great, and I love the colors and how the lighting is on African-American skin. Yep. A bunch of black people were working the cinematography and the cameras, because yep. um, I'm really feeling the lighting and everything. Yes, so next we see Alike and Bina are hanging out in her room. Now, she has to be there, I guess, because they're having a play date, I'm assuming, and mm-hmm. she'd already told Laura that she'd hang out with her or what, whatnot. And she's just hanging out at Bina's because that's a good alibi for her going out mm-hmm. with Laura. And while they're in, in her room, they talk about music. 
at first, Bina's like, I don't like your music. You don't like my music, mm-hmm. so whatever. And they find out they like some of the similar groups. Uh, Destiny's Kids, man. Who hasn't listened? To- Who are Destiny's Kids? Are they real? <laughs> I was going to say, I'd never heard of them. I mean, is that supposed to be a play off of Destiny's Child? <laughs> I think these are just made up names for the movie. I know you're not typing it right now. Oh, I got to figure this out. Stop. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I didn't. I don't see nothing about Destiny's Kids. Well, they, yeah, they probably made it up. Destiny's Kids, that's definitely from Destiny's Child. I think it's some kind of business in Brooklyn. It's a hair salon in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. It might have been a shout out. It's weird. But yeah, they name a whole bunch of different groups and stuff. And uh, Lee realizes, wow, you like the same groups I like. That's so awesome. Let's listen to some hot tracks. <laughs> Initially, she wants to leave. And then they start going down. Yeah, she said, train. listen to this song. And she made her stay. And then it gets kind of late and lee missed her opportunity to hang out with laura and laura's Dang. at her house looking for her and yep you know she goes up to to, uh, to lee's house knocks on the door and sees uh audrey there and she i want to see thing- lee i want to <laughs> see alike <laughs> i want to see spencer um this was that scene that was, it was this was that, like that scene the first thing that Laura says to Audrey is, you look good. And Audrey's like, uh-uh. The face that Audrey makes, yeah. like, you ain't you ain't getting gay with me. No, you ain't. You're not getting <laughs> me. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, I, ain't, I don't swing that way. <laughs> she, looked, she looked offended. <laughs> but that was just straight up different. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's like, yo, she's not here. She's hanging out with a friend. So, yeah. Bye. And, and um, Laura was like, well, when is she coming back? And the mom is like, she's not coming back. <laughs> dot 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 she's gonna be gone for the whole evening and i was like dang she's not coming back <laughs> you couldn't at least just say she's coming back tomorrow or something Could, like, wouldn't dang. it be funny if audrey was like yo she's never coming back not she won't be here next week no nope. next month no she won't be here either Sorry, you should just bye. stay away forever next year she's not coming no back. she won't be here nope she's never coming back <laughs> bye bye nope yep. get out so laura feels on top of way like Laura really feels some type of way about this, but we don't find that yeah. out until afterward. So she's weird. Yeah, she she's like, oh oh really? Oh, so you are gonna stand me up? Got you. Real talk. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Bet. <laughs> so, but the lighting in the scene where they have like the whole scene where they're listening to music, they both look great. I love Asha's hair here to yep. uh, the two bonds. I love the lighting. There's a uh, like Christmas lights in the background, out of, kind of out of focus. So they give the the screen and the, the scene like a like a golden kind of brown kind of beige kind of thing but it's you can tell it's dark in the room but it's also light at the same time it's really cool and there's actually a part i'm gonna put a few of these screenshots on the social media but there's a part where asha's sitting up on the dresser and her like legs are crossed in a weird way like she's 12 (laughs) i like that i like her pants too they're really bright so next we see a scene at school with Alike and she's reading some poetry. She has quite an affinity for it and storytelling. It's really cute because I love to see young African-American youth find something artistic that they can pull their emotions into. You know, I've never been like that. Like, I'm always the person that's like, oh, my God, I got to read in front of the class. Oh, my God. But <laughs> Lee seems really good with it. Like, she's like, OK, I'm getting in front of the class and I'm going to tell them my deepest, darkest secrets and my my heart and give you my craft and this is this is great i admire her for that wow yeah and bina's in the class too she's reading this or she's listening to this stuff um i wish i'd listened more to the poem so i could tell you what it was about but it was tight i could tell you that and we see again 
Bina is in some bright behind clothes with like mm-hmm. some pinks and blues and whites. I love it. I love it. It's so Brooklyn. It is so Brooklyn. And her hair is matte puffy. I like that too. Yeah, that was a nice hairdo. Yeah, just pick it out. Pick it out, you know? Like some Black Panther type stuff. I love it. <laughs> um, I think we can talk about the other, the one where they're walking home from school um, mm-hmm. and she goes to her house. Um, Bina notices that Lee is wearing a different shirt than she was earlier yes. and lee was like uh yeah it's a different shirt um first she was like yo i liked your your story today it was good yeah, it was mm-hmm. real tight i liked it yeah and then she's like well thank you thank you and she's like um didn't you have a different shirt on earlier what nothing no say what you're gonna say nothing yeah i had on a different shirt that's cool weren't you wearing a different shirt earlier <laughs> and, and lee's like what and she's like Nothing. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lee's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I was wearing a different shirt. And then Bina's like, that's cool. Yeah. And cool. what what that exchange tells me is, first off, Lee was like, what you doing noticing stuff about me? Like, mind your own <laughs> business. That's what I think she was like. Like, what? And then I think what we're led to believe is that Bina is paying attention to Alike. Like, she's paying attention to what she's wearing yeah. She's not just a person that she walks home with. Like, she's actually, you know, clocking a lot of the stuff that she does and says and all that stuff. Like, she's building a friendship. You know, I've been in situations where I've been like, did you did you have different shoes? Or I talk to somebody about something they may consider personal. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nothing. And then they'll be like, well, yeah, you're right. And I'll be like, that's cool. And you want to say more. <laughs> but you don't want to make them more upset. So you go, yeah, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, um... They're walking more, and earlier, Bina mentions that she wasn't going to say anything about how good Lige's poem was because she's moody and quiet. So that's what was happening. And she's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. And then they finally get to Bina's place, and Lee's like, what? what? What's going on? She's like, we're here. We're here already. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad when you're actually talking to somebody, yep. huh? when you have a conversation. She's like, yeah. And then I love this because this happens twice. Uh, Bina says, uh, mm-hmm. you want to come upstairs? You want to come up? And then she just walks away. She doesn't wait for an answer. She doesn't wait for Lee to answer <laughs> the question. She just heads up. And Lee is just standing there on the sidewalk, like looking like she's trying to like decide whether she wants to get up or not, which is interesting. I don't know why they do that, but I love the mysteriousness of Bina. Like, yeah. I don't know. Up? I feel like either way, if, if she says, do you want to come up? And she starts walking to the stairs. Either way, she's going to be at the stairs because if she says, yeah, I'm going to come, she's just going to walk there to her. And then if she's like, no, nah, I'm not going to stay, then she would just walk away and then Bina would just walk. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Like if someone, if I'm like, hey, you want to come up? I would wait for their answer. I wouldn't just walk away from them and head up in the house myself. By the time they make a decision, I'm already in my bedroom. They're still on the sidewalk. <laughs> wait, why are you going up to the bedroom? Because <laughs> that's where my room is. Wait, but you can't go all the way up there before answering. I mean, you can walk hey, to the front door, but you go on all she the way inside. Long. I've had a long day at school. I'm ready to get back in my house, watch some TV, listen to some music, eat some snacks. Oh my if you're not going to answer in a timely manner, I'm upstairs. Next, we'll try it again tomorrow. <laughs> Got to be faster than that. Got to be quicker than that. Oh, yeah, but she goes upstairs. Yep. <clears throat> oh, yeah, so Alike actually decides to go upstairs after waiting. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Bina and Alike are in her room. Yeah, and they're vibing. They're vibing. They're talking about music and, you know, girl yeah. talk. And 
uh, Bina sits next to her on the bed and says, hey, who do you hang out with at school? Because I never see you with anyone. And yeah. she's like, and Lee's like uncomfortable, like, well, uh, she's like, you know what? Never mind. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> you know what? Like, I'm gonna just head like, out because you know what? I just keep making you uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just asking you normal questions. You change your shirt. Do you want? Do you, who do you hang out with? Like, why are you tripping? Right. So Bina apologizes, and you know, she looks remorseful, and you can see she's trying to establish that she is a girl who's nice, and we should trust her. Smiley face. I'm rolling my eyes and shaking my head. So, <laughs> so Bina's like, the only reason I asked is because, you know, I want to invite you to a party. And it's happening, I guess, in the next couple nights. And they play similar music to what they're listening to. That mm-hmm. kind of rock rap stuff that they, you know, that kind of <laughs> indie neo soul rap stuff that they like rock stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking at this scene, I'm like, wow, you know, Alike's trying to find herself, you know? Alika is trying to find herself and be comfortable and meet new people and everything. And it turns out Bina's cool, you know? She thought Bina was going to be whack, but, you know, Bina's totally accepting and inviting her to parties and stuff. So Lee is definitely surprised and totally down. And she wants to know what should she wear. Yeah. Bina's like, yeah, you can just, just wear whatever. Just come as you are. Yep. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, in general, you know, this scene's actually pretty good. Um, there's one thing I. <laughs> I kind of find corny, but we'll get there. <laughs> so, yeah, so they're, they're talking, and as they're talking, Bina's trying to be a player player, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And she just, she kind of moves over closer to, to Lee, and she looks at her, her little poetry book and is like, oh, what's so private? And she's like, no, it's just, my, it's just my stories and stuff and my poems. And then she gives it to Bina, Bina looks through it, and is like, oh, this is really good, this is really cool. She's like, thanks. And she's about to give it back to her. And she's like, ah, too slow. You know, little kid stuff, you know? Kid stuff. And she's like, oh, funny. <laughs> and uh, at that point, I'm like, I was like, yo, something's, something's a brewing in Bina's heart. Like, this is, I feel like this is going in a direction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I felt it. Because she was like, she did that. And I'm like, well, are we are we kids? Are we doing this right now? Do we have enough friendship under our belts for you to be, like, playing with my private book and then doing this game? I'm like, there has to be something behind it. And then um, she gets this stuffed animal and, like, pl- uses the stuffed animal to play kiss Alike or something. It was like, <laughs> it was like okay, at that point I was like, if you're just going to kiss her, just kiss her. You don't need stuffed animals to walk, to walk you through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I felt. <laughs> it's like when you have that guy who's in high school and he's like doing the ooh, ah, oh the yawn thing the yawn yeah thing. like it's like you really just put want to put your arm around it just go just do it you don't need to pretend you're yawning like just that's corny or stretching yeah just do it <laughs> so the whole time I'm just like I knew you were gonna do it three scenes ago almost so just go ahead and do it so then Bina leans in and kisses Alike on the cheek ooh and Lee is like. What? She was awk. Yeah, completely awk. And then <laughs> Bina just goes in and kisses her on the lips with no consent. <laughs> I mean, all that, all those moves you did could have been the asking of the questions, but we just gonna, we're just going to ignore that. So Alike is just like, why did you do that? And Bina's like, oh, um, my bad. Yeah, my B. <laughs> Lee's like, I gotta go. 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 And she's like, she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta go. And Bina keeps saying, 
oh, I thought, but I thought. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I thought, what did you think? <laughs> what was she going to say? Right? Nobunisi, <laughs> what was she thinking? I don't like, know what she what thought, you, but she was thinking. How do you finish that sentence? What did you think? Did you just know. kiss her and without asking her and that she'd be cool with it? Because she's gay? <laughs> Is that what you thought? But, um, yeah, so Lee just leaves, and Bina's just stuck. She's stuck. But in this scene, both girls acted their heinies off. As corny <laughs> as that part is, dude, Asha did. Asha and Adipero, they both did what they were asked to do. Completely perfect. Total professionalism. So Lee has all these feelings right now, and she goes to Laura's to talk about it. But Laura's still mad. Oh, Laura's still mom. mad. <laughs> well, she mad. Well, that that part, and she stood her up the previous night to hang out with um with Bina because they was listening to music. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Mhm. Mhm. And then she goes in to Laura's place. Laura disses her in front of everybody. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you. Like whatever, whatever you know. And then she talks to her dad about it, and her dad implies that she has a boyfriend because. When Lee is talking about what like what happened or that someone may have a crush on her, she doesn't say whether it's a guy or a girl. He just mm-hmm. assumes. Yep. So he's like, what's his name? <laughs> I look him up in the system. Um, well, Dad, you don't have to look him up in the system because if you look her up in the system, <laughs> I don't think you'll find anything. So her name is... <laughs> <laughs> her name is this, but you won't find anything. Um... You know, never know. Bina might be a criminal. Who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah. But she's about to tell her her dad, like, what if it's, what if the the person is a, uh, what if they're a, uh, and he goes, what's, what's his name? <laughs> oh. So dad just assumes. Oh, yeah. In the same scene, he also asks her about a new strip club that's opened up by the liquor store. Hey. And she, he's like, you know, you know anything about it? You ever been there or anything? <laughs> Like, she's going to admit to going to a, a strip club as a kid. Psh, yeah. Whatevs. And he's all like, all right, don't go there because it's dangerous. And I had a case there. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, you can go to strip clubs and be straight, too. Yeah, of course. I know people. <laughs> so he's kind of half dealing with the situation as his wife asked him to do. So whatever dad's just he's he works a lot he has other things going on he's cheating on his wife he doesn't have time for stuff he doesn't care about and this is basically this one of the scenes that shows it he's about to leave he talks to lee and then he goes off to be with his hoe i mean his side chick oh my gosh that man has a family he has needs and his wife's crazy so go find some sanity somewhere else dang (laughs) i mean that doesn't justify anything listeners (laughs) That I'm not I'm not condoning cheating at all. <laughs> you better I'm not. just saying sometimes you in a spot where you, you just you gotta look okay, let me stop, let me stop. Nisi's looking at me crazy, let me stop, let me stop, let me stop. I think the next day, or no, it's a few days later because they mentioned this in the conversation, Lee waits for Bina at her locker and she apologizes for freaking out about what happened at her house. Yeah, And at first, I'm like, the way Bina is acting, she's kind of calm about it. Like, whatever, hi, hi, what's going on? She seems kind of neutral. Did she seem that way to you? I don't remember. I'm real sorry about the other day. That's cool. Things have been crazy. But look, I- I'm really sorry I bugged out. It's just I didn't know that you... 
I wasn't expecting that. First kiss? <laughs> it's cool. You still coming to the party? Um, I don't know. I, I need to try to catch up with Laura. Oh, okay. No, but I do want to hang, but I mean, maybe we can do both. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do you want to spend the night? No, maybe avoid that whole curfew thing. While Lee is talking to her, she's not really looking at her. She's looking at her locker. Like, almost like she's, she doesn't care, but I thought she was going to diss her and be like, yeah, whatever, it's never going to happen again because I don't want you over at my house ever again. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to ever see you. That was just weird. Or or say it didn't happen. You know how people are in movies. Oh, I didn't kiss you. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, that never happened, especially since we're in public right now. You know, I, I thought you. something like that would happen. But she was like, oh, you know, it's cool. And then Bina does what she does. Mm -hmm. And she says, you want to stay the night? Avoid that whole curfew thing? And yeah, then she right? walks away. She <laughs> walks away, doesn't wait for the answer. She doesn't. Lee's just sitting there thinking and looking. Do you want to know what the answer is? Are you going to stick around? <laughs> she just dips. She's she just, just dips. weird. Isn't that weird how they have that happen twice in the movie? At least she just expects this girl to follow her. Like, she's... Then why ask? <laughs> oh, she expects her to follow her. Yeah. Like, to walk with her. Yeah. I was, I'm going to say, I've never I've never asked somebody a question mm -hmm. that I wanted, that I needed an answer to and then walked away before they answered it. That's, uh... That is that's, weird. That's, that's, that's mysterious. I, I kind of mm -hmm. like it, but I kind of... It's intriguing. It definitely is intriguing. So, good for her. Uh, Dad. What is the dad's name? Dad just dad let me see here arthur jesus his name is arthur lmao his it's name right is arthur, on bro. it's that right is, on listen listen i bet the mom's name is pauler too no audrey remember oh <laughs> <laughs> we talked about her like 15 times she's like man arthur that's funny is this real and it both starts in a audrey audrey and arthur Alinke yeah, but it's like Arthur from South of Nowhere. Yeah. Like, this is definitely the black South of Nowhere. There's too <laughs> many parallels. You can't tell me. Listeners, you cannot tell me. Can you imagine if D. Reese has never seen South of Nowhere, never heard of it, <laughs> didn't know anything about it, but made this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Bernanos. So Arthur, are we, are we allowed to call him that? Because Arthur has a piece, a place <laughs> in our hearts. Well, we do call him Fody, and this guy is not a Fody. Oh, no, no. He's not a Fody. He's, He's not even not in the consideration of the running for No, you're not even a nomination, bro. You're not even nominated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't really got no credentials like that. Yeah, you, you're not nominated at all. Um, maybe next year, you know? You can grow and... Yeah, grow as a person. Change we'll your ways. We'll reevaluate, and then we'll see if you can possibly be in the running for next year or <laughs> ever, okay? Right. But yes, yeah, so Arthur and uh, Audrey have a conversation because uh audrey is just the most messed up person she's um i think he comes home she hears him coming so she's on the couch and she pretends to be asleep oh yeah that was funny like she's 12 <laughs> that was funny <sighs> why does she do that <laughs> i can't imagine my mom doing that when my dad comes home that would be like i'd be like what is wrong with y'all as a joke, maybe. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, like... This lady was not joking. This lady was serious. So, Dad relays the message that Lee has a boyfriend. Because the wife just keeps hounding him on trying to curb this tomboy activity and his daughter. Mm -hmm. And he's totally over it. 
So it, it seems like he's going through the, the motions of trying to see about her tomboy activities because the wife is just saying to do so and bother him about it. I don't think he cares. Honestly, <laughs> I don't think he cares. About he Alike? Want, he loves his daughter. Like, yeah, no, he cares about Alike. It's not that he doesn't, but he also is cool with who she is. He just doesn't want people talking crap about her. Yeah. And we see that in the, in the scene. I don't know if it comes up before, but we do see a scene. Um, I think that might have been before all this happened, but there was a scene where they're at the bodega mm-hmm. and all the dudes are there. Now, all these dudes, I guess they, they're friends with, with Arthur or what is going on? I don't know. But Well, they're fake. They they are. They see Alike and they start talking amongst themselves, like making like little side eyes about how she might have been, you know, at the the strip club or whatever. That's why he asked her, I believe. But those friends aren't friends. Those are fake friends. Oh, yeah. Straight up to sure. his face. Straight up to his face. I know. Fake love yeah, up man. in this. And they was talking crap about the girl that walked in there. So you know they're mad homophobic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, Rude. yeah, in that scene, he was really protective of, of Alike and wanted to get her out of that situation real quick. Real fucking quick, nigga. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that scene happened, and that was really, that was really sad because they were having a great time. They were doing a driving lesson. Yeah. And shout out to Arthur in that scene, though. Shout out to <laughs> So then we have the part in the movie where they go to the con- the party. It's like a concert. It's like a concert party. It's really cool. That's one thing I miss about this whole situation. I used to go to some Brooklyn house parties kind of like that, like really kind of dingy looking, low lit places with like angsty underground music and stuff. And uh, man, those were some great times, man, especially in Brooklyn. Brooklyn be having some offbeat artistic mm-hmm. stuff just like that. It looked dirty up in there, but the vibe is real. You know what I mean? The vibe is real. So all the music that they've been listening to, that same type of genre, is is playing at this party. And Bina and Lee are really hitting it off. They're mm-hmm. really cute. They were raging. Were they really cute? At the concert. They were raging. Yes, mm-hmm. they were raging. And they were really cute. They were sitting on the couch together and laughing and joking. And I was like, dang, I'm so happy for Alike. Like, all this mm-hmm. adversity. You know, all these dudes talking crap about her, her mom being a Bia, you know, <laughs> not feeling comfortable in her shoes. And she finally finds someone who accepts her for who she is, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. Laura does too. But, you know, you have different perspectives. You have Laura, who's the who's the best friend, and then you have uh, Bina, who's the possible girlfriend. It made me happy to see Lee in this situation because you're rooting for her the whole film, you know? You're rooting for her. And they head over to the piers which is where all the the girls hang out at. They mention the piers a lot on the SVU. On the <laughs> SVU. It's not very safe at night, but okay. I guess they're in groups. Yep. So it's safer. Um, they head over there, and Laura's there. And Lee, Alike talks to Laura for a bit, and Laura just basically tells her, like, I'm happy that you found someone. You know, I overreacted the other night. And I just want to let you know that I love you and, and everything. I hope everything works out. It's really sweet. It's like Laura's come to Jesus moment, but she doesn't really need that because, you know, mm-hmm. she was just freaking out that one day. But we never get to see Laura like this. We never see her be sentimental and soft and anything like that. So it's cute. Yeah. It's cute. And Bina and Lee are walking around holding hands and everything. It's cute. It really is. So then they get home. And, of course, we mentioned earlier that Lee was staying at Bina's for the night, you yep. know, to get over the whole curfew thing. <laughs> Do you remember the first question that that Alike asks? <laughs> what she asks Bina? 
In this scene? In this scene when they're laying in bed, what does Alike ask Bina? The answer to the question is no, but <laughs> I can give you that hint. Um, and it's, it's a South of Nowhere parallel. Oh, she asked her, wait, I don't know. Alike says, are there any more brownies left? <laughs> brownies? I'm wow. like, oh my God, this is just south of nowhere all the way through i know maybe that's not a reference maybe i mean we already we all eat brownies right <laughs> it doesn't always have to be a south of nowhere reference nah the brownies were south of nowhere <laughs> i think maybe they were because you know brownies are our thing brownies have like always been our thing like a south of nowhere thing but yeah it did remind me of i love these brownies so after that Bina starts to like play with her clothes, play with these clothes, and touch her arms and try to initiate some fooling around. And what happens? Um, they, they do it. So Lee gets up in that moment because she feels uncomfortable, and she says to Bina, "Bina's like, what, 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 what? What's wrong? What, what, what happened?" Lee's like, "Listen, I've never." done anything like this before i love the way asha plays this well obviously somebody probably directed her or maybe she just thought of this on her own but um what she does is she says she looks down kind of like in disappointment and not disappointment in in lee like you piece of shit like i was hoping to get it in tonight you you dumbass like it was more like ah that's sad well we don't have to and she looks down and lee catches it and you can tell she kind of feels bad. And they show an over-the-shoulder shot, and you see Lee looking at her like, oh, I disappointed her. <laughs> like, So then Lee leans in and kisses her. And based on the following scenes, we can surmise that they made love at that moment. They did it. I don't know if it was... It was definitely not love, but they did it. They had sex? <laughs> what? Jesus, why do you got to be splitting hairs? They- because we okay, know dang well Bina did not love that girl. <laughs> and... Alike probably didn't love her either. She just liked her. So it's not called making love unless the two people love each other? Why else would it be called making love? It's not in the name for no reason. I didn't think it was that <laughs> detailed. I didn't think it, I didn't, you take it literally. I didn't think it was like that. You took it literally. Oh my gosh, okay, so what making love, remember I was telling you about that Black Mirror episode with the pig? In the episode, they were like, this guy has to make love to a pig. And I'm like, I don't think this would be love either because... I think that's just a phrase. It doesn't mean they love each other. It's just a phrase. That man did not love that pig. I feel like you shouldn't be saying making love if it's not love. So what, they fucked? Maybe, yeah. But it was not love. <laughs> they just did it. I'm just going to say, okay, so they did it. Are we 12, Nisi? They had they sex. They did it? Okay, they had sex. It wasn't right? love, though. So, they- <laughs> so next scene, we cut to Laura. It's the next day. Laura gets the mail. And it looks like, based off of what happens after this, mm-hmm. she passed her GED. Hey. You go, girl. So as soon as she gets it, the first thing she does, it goes to her mom's house. Now, it's implied earlier that she was kicked out of her house or she left and she loves their sister and everything because her mom wasn't feeling her, (laughs) quote, finger quote, lifestyle. Yep. She was not feeling it. So she goes to her mom and she's like, look, hey, it's me. (laughs) Remember me? (laughs) Laura, your daughter. The girl that you birthed. Her mom's, like, afraid to look at her or come near her. Like, she got the Rona. Like, it's just, like, (laughs) she's, like, scared to even peek out the dough. Yeah. And Laura's, like, you know me and Candy doing real good. 
We might even get a bigger place. She's working at the hospital now. We'd be real proud. She might even get her RN. House? House Pops. You look good. You look real good. You know, uh, we miss you and everything. I, I don't, I don't want to take too much of your time or anything like that. I just, I got my, I'm getting my stuff together too, you know? So I did it. I got my GED. Nah, nah, I did it. I got my GED. Hey, I, I got my GED. I'm doing better now. I'm doing good. And what's sad about this scene is the mom doesn't care. She really doesn't. The, mom, the moms the mom in this movie care. are poopy. They're poop. Pieces <laughs> of poop. <laughs> they are. The <laughs> only one that's about something is Arthur. <laughs> now, the mom doesn't care that she got her GED. The only thing she wants to know about her daughter is if her daughter's still gay. If her daughter's still dead. gay, she don't give a fuck about no GED. She's like, she don't care. you have an education everything, but you still gay or yeah, what? Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like she was waiting for her to be like, I'm doing well now. I'm not gay no more. Cause she, <laughs> she said, because she goes, I got my GED. And she kind of just sits there like she's waiting for more info. Okay, you got your GED and... What else? What else? <laughs> she's like, well, my sister's going to be doing a nursing school. Okay, mm-hmm, okay, okay. What else? What else? <laughs> Something else. uh, Yeah, you know, uh, I just want to let you know I'm doing good. And she's like, oh, okay. So you ain't. Okay. okay. All right, bye. She's like, like, okay, you ain't finna say what I want you to say. Bye. Like, that's how it is with some some of these parents that don't care. Like, you could get a college education. You could be the head of a Fortune 500 company. Yep, yep. But are you still gay? Because that's what I really want to know. Like, they'd rather hear that their child is, like, murdered a person on the street (laughs) than to still be gay, you know? Yeah. It's sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad. But it's good that um that Laura's doing great in life. I saw a documentary on Don't Ask, Don't Tell mm-hmm. where um people were ousted from the military and it didn't even matter. They were high ranking, quite successful, they'd save lives in the military and all this stuff. Save lives in battle, fought for their country, taking bullets to the arm mm-hmm. and chest. And they're like, yeah, you can't be in the military because you're gay. Yeah, you did all the stuff. You did save all these people and you did lead us to victory. But um, that's so lame. It's terrible. It's like they stole the whole person away. Yeah, it's wild out there. Y'all be safe out there because, you know, (laughs) people out here just be treating people like crap for nothing. Yep. Yep. But in that scene, the lady that that plays her mom has no lines. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She just looked at her and then went back inside. I'm like, did she have to audition to not say a word? (laughs) Like, how do you... What are you doing in the audition? She remember, yeah, she came into the audition and just stood there. And they were yeah. like, you got the part. <laughs> they probably had somebody read the lines and, okay, and make faces to the lines I'm saying. Oh, yeah, and just react. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I got my GED. I'm doing better now. Yeah. So uh, after that scene, we're back with Alike and Bina. It's, it's now daytime. And uh, Alike wakes up and she says, you're up early. Mm-hmm. And Bina says, I kid you not, she says, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually 1 p.m. Oh, Alike wow. looks over at the clock and she's like, oh, all right. Does this sound familiar to y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Does this sound familiar to anybody? Y'all hear something? Because this, this, this same thing happened in career day when Spencer woke up and wondered why Ashley was up before noon. And then Ashley says, actually, it's after 12. 
LMAO. And she's like, oh, it's the same scene, bruh. That's so funny. Am I just looking too hard into this movie? Or is this supposed to be recognized? Were, when know. you looked at the cast list, was there anybody? There had to have been somebody who was also on South of Nowhere. Because ain't no way that this Asha's movie, in South of Nowhere. One of the writers or somebody. No, there's one writer. Her name's Dee Reese. Um, what if she's never seen South of Nowhere? What if she'd <laughs> never seen it? And she's like, what are you talking about? What's South, What's of, nowhere? South of Nowhere? She could have very well been an Asha Davis fan and already seen it. And that's how she got to do the movie. There's no way. I know. <laughs> yeah, that you just wrote this on, on your own and had and never seen South of Nowhere. That's like impossible. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Alike wakes up and she's, uh, she's in good spirits. She has a great uh, sunny disposition on her face because of what happened the previous night. As she should be. Bina's cleaning up the room. Now, what's Bina's uh, demeanor as she's cleaning up this room, Nisi? Um, I would say she's um, weird, awkward. Not awkward, but like kind of... What do you think is going on in her mind? She was acting like she didn't want anything to do with Lee. She wasn't barely yeah. even looking at her. She was just picking up clothes from the floor, talking about, oh, it's just 1 p.m., whatever. I'm just picking up clothes, whatever. Yeah, there was no smile on her face. She didn't look as happy as, as Alike looked. She looked like she was looking around Alike. She wasn't looking at her. Do you ever have someone who's so mad at you? They're looking around you. <laughs> Maybe. are looking yeah. everywhere else in the room, in the world, besides your eyeballs. I've had that happen before. Oh. <laughs> Maybe like once or twice. It's it's really weird. It sucks. So Alike's like, can I help you clean? Bina's like, no, I got it. But she has a serious, like... Something ain't right face on. Yeah, she like, was being she, short and snippy yeah. and weird. So Alike grabs her arm and pulls her down to the bed to sit. And she's like, what's wrong? <laughs> and and guys, listen, for those of you who've seen this movie, <laughs> this I know this scene is mad serious and it sucks. And I will tell you, when I first saw it, I was mad. I was mad. I'm still mad, but I was way more mad than I was on the second and third and fourth viewings. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't want to laugh, but some of this stuff is laughable because it's hard it's to so believe. So ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So if I laugh, it's not because <laughs> I think it's all funny and that Alike's emotions are funny. Oh it's yeah, just for sure. Ridiculous. So Alike's like, "What's wrong?" And Bina says, "Nothing," but her face says otherwise. She can't even look at Alike. Alike says, "Well." Last night was amazing, and thank you. And Bina's like, look, 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 last night was just playing around, okay? Yeah, she was like, listen, that wasn't even real. I was just playing. Like, Yeah, I was, I was just, just playing. Mine, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and again, this isn't funny, but, like, she played it's this ridiculous. girl. Yeah. So then Alike's like, listen, all right, we can take things slow. We don't have to tell anybody that we're together. And Bina... Looks at her with this shocked face, like, together? <laughs> oh, no. She gets up, she's like, uh-uh, nope. Oh, no. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope, not us. Nope, not me. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't there. It wasn't me. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is going on? Now, when I first saw this, I was like, this has to be a joke. Like, something <laughs> happened, somebody got in her ear? Because, like, what happened between... Last night like, and when they night- opened their eyes. <laughs> Exactly. What happened from that night and when the sun rose? What happened to this woman? She is obviously a psycho who plays with people's feelings and emotions and then just flips it off and could become somebody different and acting like they didn't just do that the night before, hours ago. That's a psycho. Yeah. 
And did you think she planned this from the start? Or do you think that something that last, she woke, she went to sleep that night and was like, oh my God, I did too much. Do you think she planned this from the beginning? No, I think she kiss? felt like this from the jump, yeah. I think she was playing her the whole time. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. And I have more stuff to say because after she says that she was just playing, she's like, you know what? I'm not even like gay, gay like that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh listen. She said, hold on, this is what she says. Look, if you don't want to call it that, that's fine. But don't act like nothing happened. I'm not, like, gay, gay. I'm just... I'm just, you know, I'm just doing my thing, that's all. Just, I'm not ready for all of this, okay? Excuse me. I'm not gay, gay. I'm just doing my thing. What is your thing? What thing? What? And I'm like, you know what? That's rude AF for you to not say anything because the night before, Lee opened up to her and was like, this is my first Mm -hmm. time. So that Mm should have been your time to be like, oh, I'm not gay gay and this isn't really real. So let's just not have sex. Like, why are you just going to let her be like, oh, this is my first time. Then you'd be like, oh, cool. And then still continue to do it with her when you know dang well you don't want anything to do with her. You know why? Why? That's fuckboy stuff. That's fuckboy stuff. Yep. Because a fuckboy will sit there and be like, and, and will think this in their heads, but because they want it, they want they want the pussy so bad, <laughs> they will sit there and be like, yeah, yeah, I totally love you too. Yeah, yep. yeah I'm done with that. that. And that the next is a day, psycho. And the next day they'll be like, oh yeah, nah, we good. Bye, deuces, deuces. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. Bye. Yep, I got that's what I what wanted. She did. Mm-hmm. Now I I find it hard to believe that that the end game was like this like that this was from the start like she was planning this she was plotting plotting on the low I just I couldn't I I want to give her because there's in this same scene she says this is too much for me or I'm not ready for all this she says that in this scene to Alike so that makes me think okay she must have like went to sleep that night or stayed up that night and was like what did i just do what did i just do and what does this mean for me are we together now do i tell people is she gonna tell people is she gonna get emotional what will people at school think of me yeah now that you say it she she was probably just trying it out to see if she liked it and then after they did it she stayed up and was like you know what i wasn't really feeling this maybe this isn't the life for me maybe it was like that I don't know. It, it could have been that. But also, if that's not the life for you and you realize that after after the fact, you don't got to be rude to Alike like this. That's true. And yeah. be like, yep. yeah, like when she was making her bed and she's like, excuse me <laughs> to Alike, like get the F off my bed. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be like that. If it's just not for you and you had second thoughts, let it be that. You don't got to be rude to this girl. Just give her the real. Say we can be friends still. You know, whatever, but we can't go any further with with this because I'm having second thoughts. Fine. Yeah, that ain't right. But the way Adapero is playing this scene, whew, she looks heartbroken. Ugh. Yeah, she looks devastated. And she even says, like, all right, fine, but you, you can't pretend that last night didn't happen, that nothing happened. And this, she looks so confused and shocked. I feel so bad for that girl, man. Mm-hmm. She's just trying to find herself, and she got her mom against her, her dad half-caring, and now her friend, who she thought was her friend, who did it with her, doesn't even care about her. She's really going through a lot. I thought, you know, she thought everything was going well for her, too, that she was turning over a new leaf, getting comfortable with herself, and finding Mm -hmm. more people that accepted her. We thought that as viewers, too. I thought I was happy for her. I was like, wow, you know, she's she's moving along in life. She has someone Mm -hmm. who cares about her. But fuckboy activities on Venus' part. Yeah, people ain't shit. 
Bitches ain't shit. <laughs> Bitches ain't shit. So this whole scene, Bina is totally mortal combating this woman's emotions. And, of course, she says a classic line, I'm not gay gay. I'm just, you know, <laughs> doing my thing. <sighs> now, as all this is happening... As Bina continues to drive the knife deep into mm-hmm. Olike's chest, metaphorically speaking, this loud punk rock music is crescendoing through the scene <laughs> to show full tilt boogie. And you know I had to bring that in because Bina mm-hmm. is on some full tilt boogie mm-hmm. serial killer stuff right now. So Lee's like, yo, let me just get my stuff and dip. I'm going to dip. I'm going to head out. I'm going to grab all my shit and I'm just going to dip because this is, ugh, this is like not ideal. <laughs> So Lee gets all her shit. She gets up to leave, takes all of her stuff. As she's walking to the door, Bina stops her and says, Lee, 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 hey, hey, Lee. And uh, and you think she's going to be like, you know what? I was wrong for that, man. That, that was me. Like, I was wrong for that. Now, now, yeah. When you think she's going to say, oh, you know what? I was tripping. I was tripping real I was, hot. Like, I, I was rude just now. I'm sorry. I ain't ate breakfast yet. So like the thing <laughs> is, I'm hungry. I'm hangry. <laughs> um, and I, I shouldn't have did you like that. You know what I mean? That's what you think she about to say. Mm-hmm. Benice, what does Bina say? She's like, hey, listen, you ain't got to tell nobody about this. So just keep it quiet. <laughs> That's so rude. I was like, you know what? Well, let me just jump into traffic real quick. Cause, uh, <laughs> For real. Did you just do, did you just say that to me? Mm-hmm. Did you mm-hmm. just say that you already just... It's like, finish her, finish her. <laughs> Did you just do all that? And then the last thing you say to me is, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Don't, don't, don't tell, tell nobody. nobody. Yeah, she what? really did finish her. She finished it off. What if this happened to you, Nisi? What would you do? Die. <laughs> For real, would that's it. I would traffic? just die. No, I would just flatline on sight. I would just fall down and die. Obviously, you wouldn't just flatline on sight. Like, what would you physically do? Like, what would you literally do? I'd probably go sulk somewhere. I would have went outside. I don't know if I would have trashed the roads and stuff like she did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't trash my room. I don't know. What would I have done? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't trash my room. Yeah, I don't think I would trash my room. I think I would have ran down the street crying, though. Definitely. Because <laughs> I was thinking her mom's going to make her hang out with Bina still. But I think she <laughs> got that covered. I think Bina, I think uh, Alika has that covered. Whew. So Alika goes home. She's doing all that stuff, trashing her house and her room. And, you know, I wanted to trash my room, too, because I thought... <laughs> I felt like my heart was broken too, you know. I felt yeah, like Yeah, sad. And it it just gets worse, you know. So Yeah. And so, you know, she she falls asleep and then she wakes up to her parents arguing about her. She hears all this and um her sister comes out too. She hears it as well. And uh she tells her sister like, "Yo, go back in the room, lock the door." So then this was already stemming from like her mom was yelling at her as soon as she got in the house. She was not trying to deal with it at that moment. She was like, all this just happened to me. Ma, don't even talk to me. Leave me alone. So yep. that kind of like, she was yelling at her mom already. So this was almost stemming from that. And she overhears her parents arguing. And her mom says, your daughter's turning into a man right before your eyes. And all oh my this gosh. stuff to the dad. Everything she says in this argument is so, like, it hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. It hurts so bad. She's like, oh, she's calling Laura her butch-ass girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I would have been like, no, actually, I was dating Bina. You know, the girl that you <laughs> right? introduced me to? You know that church lady friend girl? Yeah, that yeah. remember that you girl? You thought was so sweet. We fucked last night. How about that? 
Yeah. How about that? But you no. feel crunchy now, too. Yeah. Yep. You introduced me to her, right? Since yep. you're such a great judge of character. Mm-hmm. Since you, you know everything. Ass. So, you know, when she sees Alika come downstairs, she's like, tell him. Tell your dad that you're gay or whatever or whatever. And um, Lee confirms it, but the dad's like, tell her it's a face. No, tell her that it's just a face. Yeah, that was sad, too. Because the mom is like, like, tell your dad that you're gay. And the dad is like, no, that's not true. Tell her it's not true. And Lee is just standing there like, dang, I am gay. And my dad is telling me to tell them that it's not true when it is true. And my mom is yelling at me. She's really going through it, man. (sighs) It's crazy, like so. Like she feels like Bina don't want her. Her mom and dad don't want her. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Um, she's like, it's not a phase. She's like, I'm gay, and her mom punches her in the face. Yeah, that's sad. And I'm pretty sure they can file for child abuse, so they should have done that. At least her and the dad could have. Yeah, but it, it didn't need to be done because uh, she ends up leaving. But if she can't True. go back to her own home, like we got to tell somebody. This isn't fair. Yeah. Like, kicking your daughter out is one thing, but punching her in the face and giving her, like, a... It was like a... She was bleeding under her I think her she eye. was kicking her, too. Oh, yeah, she was. She was. And the dad had to pull her off. That's disgusting. She was fighting her kid like she was a grown-ass woman in a bar fight. Yeah, and, like, the kid attacked her first. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're calling CPS right now. That's not cool, exactly. man. Exactly. Fucking disgusting piece of shit. I hate that. So, she goes to Laura's house... You know, for the night, and she should she should go somewhere where she can be safe. Yeah, I mean, that's no longer a safe space for you. So go nope. ahead and dip. Yep. After that, a few scenes later, you see a little bit of a montage. We see um, Bina again in a little flash, a little side part. Uh, oh yeah, she was with a dude. <laughs> she Fuck was bitch. With a dude. Freaking uh, she, bitch. She was with a dude, and the dude was trying to like kiss her or whatever she was like nah whatever <laughs> i don't know it seemed nah. like she was trying to force herself to kind of like this dude but didn't really like him i don't know i, Ugh, I hate her who cares man <laughs> we never get bina back apologizing nothing ever happens with that we never get anything back i hate bina we never have bina have her come to jesus moment and mm-hmm. tell alike Eloa, i was tripping this mm-hmm. all happened and i'm sorry that you're dealing with this and on top of that nothing we never get any of that Nope. So Bina's just um, out living life. Her. Yeah. <laughs> no, forget Bina. Forget her. Mm-hmm. So um, Alike and Dad have a conversation on the roof, and it mm-hmm. seems like they're just talking independently. He's telling stories about when she was a kid, and he and her mom would protect her from anything back in the day. I'm like, okay, what does that got to do with now? Like, she punched me in my eye. I know. Like, like y'all not gonna protect me now, but y'all was doing it back yeah. in the day. What Ain't are you nobody saying? was trying to protect me now. <laughs> what are you trying so to say? So why is the story relevant? What are I you trying know. to do? So Lee's like, listen, I'm getting into this early college program so I can get away from y'all because y'all stupid. For real. I'm get my education and make something of myself. And be around people who are going to accept me for me and not judge me. Yeah. And dad's like, um, you know, like, apologize and be like, no, uh, we can talk about it. No, no, no. We're not talking <laughs> about it. I just need you to sign the paperwork so I can dip. <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. Last time we tried to talk, I got you punched barely protected me. Yeah. So uh, I guess he signs the papers. And, um, well, he's about to. He agrees. But he's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not cool. It's not cool you're running away. You're running away from your problems. Well, you know what, Arthur? It's not cool that whatever happened just now happened. So I guess there's a whole bunch of stuff out yeah. there that ain't cool. Dad. She's trying to make sure her life is, is not taken by this weird, crazy lady. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? What if she decides to do something in my sleep? What if she puts stuff in my food because I she know. wants me to die? 
For yeah, real. like what if she tries to finish a job because she thinks that I'm if, no, no longer worth being alive? It's just not a safe place to be, and she's better off in the college program. So Alike goes to see her mom at work because her dad's like, you know, your mom would like to see you before you go. Hmm. She shouldn't have went. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. Seriously. I would have been like, listen, if my mom wants to talk to me, you, she should call me. I'm not going to go to her. Yeah. yeah. I didn't punch her. She punched me. So she obviously <laughs> don't want me around. Right? I'm risking yeah. my life showing up to her job to see her. So, no. But she goes, and um, her mom is cordial to her as if she's a stranger because she's still harboring okay. some negative feelings. Lee talks about how she's leaving on the trip or whatever. Her mom knows already. And she tells her mom that she loves her. <laughs> and the mom is just and like, she's like, cricket, cricket. She's like, uh, <laughs> I, can't, did you, I didn't hear you. I, I said, I love you. Did you whisper it? Because I didn't hear. Did you say it did to you yourself? <laughs> you said it, you in, your it in your head? Can you say it out loud, please? No? Okay. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I said, I love you. <laughs> this ain't funny, bro. This ain't funny. It's really not. It's not funny. <laughs> so instead of saying it back to her, Audrey grabs like a bible and another book to take with her and says uh i'll be praying for you and walks away wow and that's the end of that she can't say she loves her daughter that's not the same thing as i love you that's not at all i love you that's not girl alike listen forget your moms go and live your life girl there's so much more out there Mm -hmm. there's people that will accept you out there okay it's more yep. important that you have sanity and safety in your life with people you care about and who care about you and gain a new perspective and friends. And mm-hmm. you shouldn't be dealing with stress like this. Not I know, as a especially kid. not from your own moms. That's rude. Yeah. Why hang out with the haters? Don't hang out with the haters. I know. But it shows her leaving. Um, Arthur and... <laughs> Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> Arthur and Laura are there to see her off. They say goodbye. She gets on the bus. And that is the end of the film. Wow. Great performances from every single person in this movie. Yeah. Nobody's slacking. Everybody earned their paycheck <laughs> in this film. And I've seen a lot of other movies. I'm not going to name any. Where the actors are terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but every, not one person in this scene, in this movie, is is uh, slacking. Everybody's bringing it, bringing it hard. So that's the end of that, but I uh, got a little bit, a little bit more. Uh, so like a year ago, maybe like over a year ago, I went to see this movie in Brooklyn. They had a special viewing with um, Adepero Odie, who plays Alike, and she did a Q and A after the movie. And I was excited to go see it because I'd never seen it on the big screen because I discovered it late. And at the end of the movie, after Alike's mom beats her up. There was this lady, like, two seats down from me, and she was sobbing. And I'm like, what's that sound? Yeah, I'm like, it's sad. I'm like, and I see this woman. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm just sitting there, like, trying to look forward. Like, I don't want to stare at her, but I, oh, my God. I, I never see anybody cry like that in a movie. I usually don't go to movies to go see sad ones because I like to be private when I watch those movies. Yeah. But, whew, that was a that was a situation for me. I'd never seen that. But it was a fun screening otherwise. Um it was a cool situation. I liked it a lot. I liked watching it on the big screen and and everything. Now let's talk about the black community <laughs> and their response to the LGBT community. <laughs> um, now that because this is a conversation that this movie creates, and you know, you know, I, I want to give a shout out to all the uh, positive influences and 
people, parents that are black or in the black community that love their their child, no matter their sexual orientation or whether they're trans. Yeah. You know, there are ones out there. There are parents out there that accept their child. Yeah. But on the most for the most part, it's still taboo to be black and gay. Yeah, and some places, some people. Look at Laura's mom. Laura's mom couldn't even look at that lady, and she got her GED. So, yeah. you know, she's trying to make something of herself, and it didn't matter. You also have Audrey, who was just totally wild, and she was a tyrant. And I think a lot of people can can relate to that. And she feared that the worst thing in the world that could happen to her daughter, she turned out to be a lesbian. So. Yep, not that she, not that her daughter was turning into like a pedophile or like a murderer, but the fact that she was gay was really grinded her mom's gears. Yeah, it grinded her gears. Yep. And um, you also see that in, uh, in the scene with the bodega when the girl, the girl dressed like a guy, how the guys were shaming her. Yeah. And making fun of her. And that's a that's a woman like. Oh my gosh! Why are the, you everything treating the man, her like this? Everything the man was saying to her made me so mad. He was like, "Hey," he was, I think he called her "sir." He kept calling her "sir." sir. Yeah. He's like, "I'm just trying to find out if you're a man or a woman or whatever." And I'm like, "I'm sitting why here watching." I'm you? like, "Huh?" Yeah. I mean, like, why does that matter? And then he started getting super gross and explicit, and he's like, "Oh, I just want to know if you like what it tastes like." And I'm like, first of all, this why do you want to know getting, this?" <laughs> yeah. Now you're getting personal. Like, <laughs> right. You're just being gross in public and annoying and rude. Like, mm-hmm. why you don't know how to act? It's crazy. It's like when you don't... Black people be like, yo, I want you to conform to how we, we're supposed to conform, like how you're yeah. supposed to be. Especially when men are gay. They're like, oh, they're trying to feminize the black man. They're mm-hmm. trying to take all our masculinity from us and try to turn us into girls. And that, <laughs> yeah. you know, that brings me to uh, your best friend, Boozy Badass, you know? <laughs> Listen, I was one of those annoying whole... kids in high school that was always throwing up their fours, talking about free Boosie. But, um, yeah. yeah he should have stayed think... in. He should have yeah, stayed in. I think Boosie's canceled now. <laughs> yeah, he's mad canceled. So he he's commenting, he was commenting uh, negatively on Zaya Wade. That's um, D. Wade's oh, trans Zaya. daughter. Zaya, yeah. And he was just commenting on the parenting style of, of D. Wade and Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union is her step mother mm-hmm. um and the fact that they let their child go by who was originally born as a boy uh live their life as a girl and yeah. he was like saying really explicit things about about the kid and it's like first off that's not your kid yeah and second of all that's a kid you should be talking about kids like that's that. not your kid you have your own kids yeah that's not yours True. so they can do what they want as long as they're not hurting their kid or stopping them from being their best potential. Go talk about your own kids. Exactly. So let's talk about his own kids, okay? <laughs> so did you hear about the story about how he, he let a grown woman give his 14-year-old son fellatio? Yes, and uh, the first thing I want to say is we all know dang well if if the roles were reversed, like if it was a a girl, mm. everyone would be losing their poop. Mm-hmm, Everybody mm-hmm. would be losing their poop. But now, no one's even saying okay. anything because it's a son and a lady, I guess. Yeah, it's it's not... I mean, some people are outraged, but yeah. most it's not as outraged as it would be if it was reversed. Mm-hmm. And what it seems like Boozy did was give his son a sexual experience with a woman early so he can curb any desires that the kid would be gay. Like, oh, we got to start him early on some women. So, you know, 
any if he even thought about being gay, we're going to take it right out of him and just just let him have this experience with this older woman. Yeah, that's a psycho too. That's also just that's gross. How like fragile. You're doing this to your child. And if he ends up being gay or anything like that and having those desires, he may be like, "Oh my god, I can't tell my dad cuz he's going to disown me." And oh, yeah. He wanted me to be the manliest of men. That's why he did this for me when I was 14. And now I can't, I couldn't possibly. I have to repress all these feelings. I can't be this way. I can't be this way. And that could mess with your head even more, mm-hmm. you know? So there's that. Um, and there's also another instance where this happened to me. Well, it didn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with, on Facebook with a former coworker. And he put on his status on his Facebook, black kid, black guy. And he put on his status something on the lines of like, I would hate when the day comes that I have to give another man mouth to mouth resuscitation. Stop. I would hate, oh my, he's like, I would hate to put my lips on another man for mouth to mouth resuscitation. That would just be so, no, I'm dead ass. He said that. First thing I thought was, Nisi, what's the first thing I thought when I heard that? I don't know. But the first thing I'm thinking is he sounds super paranoid. Like, he sounds so well, paranoid about not wanting to be gay. He's like, I can't even save someone's life and put my mouth on theirs because someone's mm-hmm. going to think I'm gay. That's what he thinks. Exactly. And I'm like, is, <laughs> is the black community really this fragile? Like, say you're apprehensive about saving a dude's life? Letting someone live and, and continue to be with their family because <laughs> you don't want to You don't, don't want to put your mouth together. Because you don't want to put your mouth on theirs. That's what you're thinking about? And not, they have barriers, man. You don't have to put your whole mouth on their yeah, bare mouth. I you mean, can put something between it. Calm down, You sir. can. You can if that's available to you. If you're out somewhere where that isn't available, then you you know, you know won't be able to. But you gotta. if the person is dying in those moments, you can't just be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, i got to put my lips on them. I can't believe that was a real person. Yeah. So, you know, we had this conversation. And I would have rather him said... I never want to put my lips on another man's mouth because I could catch the Rona. I would have rather him said that shit. <laughs> right, because that would have made sense, though. That would have made more sense. But he was like, no, man, it's just weird putting your lips on another dude, yo. I'm like, well, first off, you shouldn't be thinking about that when you're saving some dude's life. He's like, well, I mean, I'll do it, but I won't feel good about it afterward. So you you're not going to feel, feel good, good about, about the fact that you saved someone someone's life? <laughs> right? Because you had to put your lips on them to do it? So if it's a girl, you're totally good with putting your lips on them because they're a girl. And that's totally fine. That's and fine. And you'd feel better about saving their life. Yeah, you'd feel totally great. Boy, if you don't shut the fuck up. Mm-mm. And, you know, we got into a little argument about it. And then he had to block me from the post because <laughs> all this stuff. Wow. Yeah, he sounds paranoid. So, yeah, I'm just In a like, bad why, way. why are men so fragile? They're weird. But that's how it was. Just the black community just doesn't have a lot of like gay representation because, like, there's there's a whole category on Netflix for LGBT stuff. Wow. And it's I rarely see any black stuff. So, <laughs> but guys, that's all we have for our discussion of Pariah 2011. Yeah. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, review, and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify google play wherever you listen to podcasts we'll let you know about the next episode we do as we always do but um y'all already know who we are (laughs) my name is Nettie. i'm nisi and uh we're gonna send you out on a banger (laughs) (laughs) 
stick around after the song, after the uh, Get Wasted outro, and you'll have a little surprise for you guys. <laughs> you'll have a little surprise. All right. <laughs> but uh, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Love you. Deuces. Bye. Love, dead sweet when the sun comes up. So-